Hello and welcome to another episode of Downtown Manam, the podcast. I'm Becca Schoenborn, one of your hosts here with my co-host, Dustin Dubuque. That's right. I remembered to mention you this time. Thank How you. Nice. Yeah, you did. You forgot me last time. Sometimes you just thought I forgot about yourself. That's it. <laughs> Come on. Yes, I am here. I'm excited. We got to push this back late in the month, so I just off paternity leave. Mm-hmm. So you thought you were going to get rid of me for a couple episodes, but I couldn't get that lucky, Dustin. I know. Just I know. Kidding. I got rid of you for two episodes. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I figured never you happening me. again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make this happen no matter what, just because just because you can't. It's you fun. I really like doing this podcast I, with I, you. I will admit, I do too. Oh, we Aww, do. That was nice. That's how sweet. I know. I've done actually. Well, the funny part is, is I've done a couple podcasts before. Yeah. And I think you have too. And usually, I kind of like. You know how you get in the modes where, even though you're excited for something, you kind of dr- you kind of dread it. Right. Like when it's coming up. Like mm-hmm. do you ever do that? Like you do events. Oh and yeah. Stuff. You're like, oh, I'm so excited. And then like it's the day of the event, and you're like, I'm too tired for I this today. I don't want to do this yeah. at all. Um, I never have that with this. I'm actually Me excited. Either. It's always a fun little activity we get to do. Yeah. Well, and that makes us for, for our guest. So that means, see, we're excited to see you, Ashley. So thank you for being here. This is Ashley DeMuth from the uh, Menominee Area Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Center. Uh, she is the CEO. So welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. You've been on our list of people to have on for a while. So now we just got, we're just checking people off the, we're just, people don't know that we have them on a secret list a secret on the list. computer yeah. of who we want. <laughs> yep. And, and then now we're just going down and checking the boxes. So how's it going? It's going good. It's going yeah. good. Everything fun at the chamber? We'll just get right into it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, it's always fun at the chamber. Yeah. I mean, every day is different, and uh, it's always always exciting. And uh, like you said, you know, sometimes you get uh, at that point where you have things coming up, and you're just like, oh, gosh, uh, you're so excited. And then the day comes, and you're like, oh, it's the culmination of things just happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been so strange because we, we went – gosh, like 20 months, right? Without really like doing, uh, we were doing stuff, but doing different things. And mm-hmm. so that, that event fatigue and, and getting back in the routine of doing things the way that we used to has really been kind of our chime for the last six or nine months or so. And now that we've reverted back and then we're going forward and it's just this constant tug of war. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that really resonated with me when you said that. So yeah, and well, it's all on our toes. For yeah, sure. for sure. yeah, it's, for it's sure. really interesting. I've I mean, just recently there was a metal show that I booked at Zymergy uh, Brewing, and I love doing them. It's like one of my favorite things. I can't believe that I'm doing that. And, yeah, I woke up that morning, and I was like, I would love to sit home tonight. Sometimes the but granted, what you yeah. get there, and you're doing it, and exactly. you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. But that, like, couple hours leading up, you're like, oh, I have to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really have to psych myself up to go in public. Just in general, <laughs> the other day I had to go to Walmart for a couple things, and I had to, like, really – psych myself up to go to walmart i was like okay you can do this you just need cat litter like you can, you can be in and out yeah. it'll be fine 10 minutes that's it <laughs> like you probably won't see anybody that you know but if you do that's fine too <laughs> like, that's like, so funny. i could have just been in and out in the time it took me to like <laughs> mentally prepare walmart pickup has saved my life i, oh, oh, I, I know, I, know. The I never think the, about it early like no, never going back i right. know i do aldi pickup i haven't been inside an aldi in two years it's awesome not saying i just i don't have to do anything it's great oh yeah um not we to just completely of, segue off no we have lots important. of curbside shoppers that never went back it's just like they just are oh my gosh they're into it and that's fine yeah it probably makes your Easy life so much them. easier um, it's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of chamber and fun stuff, is there what is all going on right now um, before we get into all the fun things the chamber does? But Yeah, I mean, uh, 
I guess kind of first and foremost, our chamber is going through a strategic planning process right now. And I think we've kind of, we've been talking to some businesses about our our process and what that looks like. And we've realized obviously through all the COVID and the pandemic that we need to pivot. I I hate that word, but I'll just keep using it, right? I'll just keep pivoting. Um, No, we're we're really looking at what what really is the need of our investors, our members, Mm -hmm. and, and how have they changed and how do we need to change and evolve based on on their changes and um you know so we're, we're going through that strategic planning process and i think that that's really going to shape looking forward what that looks like but um you know obviously we have some stuff coming up that we're we're planning for um our business after hours you know check it out on february 14th at donut sam's we're super excited for that it's a Ooh. business before, before hours, hours oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so that. valentine's day right we didn't want oh, people skipping I out on their sweetheart in, meals or, yeah you know if you're going if you're going home and spending time with your significant other your dog or yeah. wh- whatever we want to make sure that you have that time but um you know our business after hours has really been a, a good catalyst for us to st- Kill, still be connecting in small groups and different things mm-hmm. and um, then obviously we have some announcements coming out about the annual banquet and our golf outing our junior chamber career fair um, a lot of people don't realize that we do a junior chamber career fair so we partner with the local high school as well as rural schools we bring in I believe five schools into the Menominee High School and talk with students about career navigation and about jobs that are out there that they can apply for while they're in high school or what that career outlook looks like. So um, we really are trying to focus on workforce needs and workforce shortages and different things. And, yeah. Uh, the huge topic of conversation in our strategic planning. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, that, that was going to be my question because you said that COVID changed it all. And I think now that we're kind of like we just said, going back on the, like maybe another month or two of like back on shutdown because our surge is all crazy right now is, is like what are some of the changes you've seen? I mean, workforce I think is probably – huge it feels like that's such a topic of conversation mm-hmm. amongst and everyone you do, i'm sorry no I didn't you're fine you off. no i'm getting ahead of myself go for it i was just gonna say and a lot of your work's related to tourism too right so your your whole life has probably changed yeah. over the last couple of years yeah and that's uh you know we we're our chamber and a visitor center so we're, we're that hub for visitors who are coming to the community we have those kiosks around town mm-hmm. um so you know we have the kiosk in wakanda park up by applebee's at the library in downtown here so we have the maps and we put out the destination guide and we really try to get people to come here and check things out because we have just a dynamite opportunity for visitors to come stay Mm -hmm. spend a weekend or an extended time frame but um tourism has been at a as a at a low over the last two years um we're starting to see it rebound back up but from a workforce shortage that's also affected it right Mm -hmm. um hospitality businesses were down uh they they had to let staff go or lay them off and the rebound from that has been really challenging. And when we look at it, it's not just a COVID problem. Mm-hmm. It's also the fact that the baby boomers are retiring out. Right. right. And there just aren't as many people in the workforce now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a double whammy. You have COVID and then you have all this less people in the workforce. And it's creating some really significant challenges for businesses across the board, all industries. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the other thing I was, and I'm sure you had this too, but I've been talking to a few people about it too, is just COVID changes the way people think about their lives too mm-hmm. i mean i you know it's we're younger folks sitting around the table and i we hear the young people don't want to work i'm like no it's they've reevaluated. i think what they do Your priorities they yeah. priority like people you know maybe they live off less funds so then they can stay at home with their families more mm-hmm. or they do find a job like my sister She's 40, and she found uh, she now works for a telemarketing company. She loves it. At she, home? Because it's at home. Is it mm-hmm. at home? Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I used to drive to Eau Claire to, like, work for an insurance company. 
And now I literally go into my office and I sit there from 8.30 to 4.30 mm-hmm. and I get an hour break and guess what? I open the door and that's what I do. Yep. She loves it. I mean, she thinks it's just awesome. So, and, and, and again, back before the pandemic, telemarketing people actually had offices like mm-hmm. for just to do things that they literally learned in two years that, oh yeah, we don't have to pay for rent. Why would we pay for rent? People can do this literally from their couch. And your you work-life harmony is so different at that point, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you really learn how to balance that in different ways. And who doesn't want to work from home in their pajamas, hands around the table? I mean, oh, I, I know. Would. I'd I would, do it. Too. I mean, the kid, I would not be good at it the personally. Kids, but... The kids don't need to be there, though. <laughs> we're, we're people persons, right? Yeah, exactly. that's true. That's yeah. why we run a podcast. So. We're people people. <laughs> it's mostly my pets. Like, <laughs> I think that yeah. my pets would be too distracting, distracting that I wouldn't be able to actually focus, but... A lot of people really like working from home. Yeah. I like all my coworkers too much. They're all my friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. The interaction. If you have to be the right type of person. But exactly. there's people like, you know, it, it just goes back to that thing. I think that's like the underlying thing that I don't know if people have really started to pay attention to with their workforce yet. Of, It's not just working from home. It's just the general of what you see as important when it's all taken away from mm-hmm. you mostly. And when you realize that, oh, I like being with my family or I like traveling or I like you know moving away from here which some people have done because Mm -hmm. they had the opportunity to move you know um it'll be interesting to see like kind of what's this year is complete of like where the workforce sits in that regard that's a really hard one for you I'm sure (laughs) it's easier to say oh yeah our baby boomers are retiring and we're you know have less but there's you know the mental thing is different and what are the solutions right because because obviously you need money for those solutions or, or you need different tactics and different things. And we've been hosting some workforce discovery sessions that have been well attended and, and just talking about what are those needs and give us your feedback and, and what are some ideas for solutions and our coffee and commerce have been very workforce based. Um, you know, we pulled manufacturers together here, gosh, I think two months ago and we had um, good key stakeholders at the table, just really sharing ideas and, I think we're really knocking down some of those silos of uh, let's have conversations because when we're all in this together, we all do better. So um, really interesting bringing people to the table in that way. But workforce is just such a dynamic conversation and we know that it needs to continue. But, but what do those solutions look like? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not an overnight thing. Right. Yeah. Especially in a rapidly now. changing environment in every aspect of our lives too. Sure is. Right. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. The workforce at, I applaud you and the chamber for doing for working with all of the people you do. That uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Well, and the other thing is, is you know, especially being a hub, which chambers kind of are, um, is the fact of you know you're hearing from bigger corporations. You know, we do have you know a lot of factories here in Menominee, so you hear from them, and I'm sure their issues are way different than these Ted's Pizzas are when mm-hmm. it comes to the workforce problem. So that's even probably tougher is to hear all the different. Again, you work at the mm-hmm. co-op. I'm sure, that's a completely different animal there too. Of like just how you attract folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably tough. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, we were uh, finalizing our issue generation for the February 23rd Chippewa Valley Rally. We're really excited to be able to offer that again in person this year. Um, last year we offered it virtually, but we have kind of cohort styles and working to keep everybody safe for that in-person event. Um, 
but workforce is is a huge conversation that's going to be happening that from a legislative level. A lot of people don't realize that the chamber is very deeply involved in advocacy. Mm-hmm. And we kind of do it behind the scenes, um, but we do have some of those forefront events like the Chippewa Valley Rally. And, uh, you know, we're working with the League of Women Voters on school board forums and different things. But um, workforce just a- across the board is just a unified discussion that I don't think is going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I think people will be interested to hear like how diverse your work is at the chamber. It's not just one specific thing or, you know, just doing events or just um, helping with tourism, but like adding in advocacy, advocacy and all sorts of other work besides what people typically think a chamber does. Yeah, and it's <laughs> we were talking just before this, right, about some of the crazy calls we get at the chamber. Uh, every, <laughs> like I said, every day really is is quite different. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we are not the the chamber of the early '90s anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not just the good old boys club that is having a, a cocktail mixer. We're trying to identify some issues and come up with solutions on that based in our programming and our activities. And we always still will have the business after hours and the get togethers like that Mm -hmm. because networking and those connections are important, but how do we take it to the next level so it's beyond that? Mm -hmm. And so that's something that we're constantly trying to evaluate and from the tourism standpoint as well, you know, can we be a community hub for events happening? Um, We have a grants process where we we actually grant out funds to the community um, based on those tourism dollars for events and community beautification and different things. And we're finding that people don't know about this. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you are hosting an upcoming an event or your group is looking to beautify the community in different ways, downtown Menominee, you know, call our chamber and, and talk with myself or Tammy, our tourism director or tourism manager, about those grant opportunities because there are funds available to, to help you out. And a lot of people just don't know that that's out there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think that's probably the toughest thing is just what – I think that's a general thing probably for everywhere. Everywhere. Is the funding of where – of what can be where and what is what. And, uh, yeah. And I, I think people do forget that there is tourism money out there. I mean, you know, to for people to mm-hmm. bring in things. That's what you want. That's what we all want, right? Right. We want fun things here. Yeah. And tourism isn't doesn't necessarily have to only impact people who don't live here, too. Like, any of those kinds of things also make our lives more fun for the people who live here in the town too. Yeah. Right. We still get to go to all the cool things yes. that are happening. Yes. <laughs> we know about them first, actually. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. And what it falls on your workforce thing, I think that's the one thing that always gets, it, it's hard for like downtown. I know we talk mm-hmm. about it, but like for the workforce, people have to live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like stuff has to happen for people to want to live here. Again, I think that goes with the car. I don't think people move places just for jobs anymore. No. Mm-mm. Like, it's just, just not a thing. We're 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it might have been, you know. You get the really good job offer, and it's, oh, we'll pack up, and we'll figure it out from there, and we'll see if we like it. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, we've, we've had quite a few people on this podcast that have, that have re- kind of transplanted here, and they always just say, like, oh, this is like they scoped Menominee out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, they were prepared for this. So, yeah, so it's just kind of like, I know I'm rambling, but like a, a thing that, yes, we want people to come and stay and enjoy this town because it helps us, but all those things also reverberate down to the people that like us that live here mm-hmm. every day. Quality of life is more important now than it's ever been, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Oh, it totally is. Definitely. I mean, I, I, I know that we've just probably a thing that probably is too recurring on here, but I mean, that's what Beck and I discussed. That's most of the people we have on here. That's kind of what we talk about is. Mm-hmm 
has to be a reason to live in Menominee. In a small town specifically. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, that's huge for, I don't know if it's our generation or what, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's my wife and I. I mean, we, we would, I would never, ever work somewhere that I did not like to live. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't happen. Like, th- there's life's too short for, for that anymore, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I did the opposite. I came here for stout for school like to go to stout and then found a job that I really love and then fell in love with the town in the process because as I started to find out more about the community outside of campus I was like dang this place is cool like nobody told me that Menominee is as cool as it is <laughs> <laughs> like, when you're in just the campus world you don't get outside of that right. very often because your whole circle is usually the same aged people on campus with you so but yeah, that's a common thing. People either find out that it's awesome once they're here because they're here for school or an event or something, or they like some of our guests have purposely opened businesses here because they came to visit and really loved the town, which I didn't realize. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. So then I guess the other kind of thing that spurs off, cause you're, so you're in the Menominee area chamber. So like kind of what's the all-encompassing, because... It's not just Menominee. I understand that Dunn County is primarily Menominee when it comes to tourism and such. But so kind of like what other focuses are there on this part of the state? Because obviously you can't just promote to Chippewa. You're trying to get people from way farther than that to want to come here. So that yeah. must be a portion of the, the job that is you and Tammy, the tourism manager that you focus on as well. Yeah, from from a tourism standpoint, our goal really is to bring people from two hours away Okay. here. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Ultimately, we want them to come and enjoy the community, stay overnight, steward our businesses, participate in activities, kind of check things out. We, you know, and and we have different marketing demographics for that. We have kind of our day trips and then we have our overnighters. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of the work that we're doing from a tourism standpoint, you're not even seeing here because we're intentional about that marketing at that two plus hours out. So. Uh, really interesting right now we're, we're trying to captivate that Rochester and lacrosse market okay and then kind of going up in that Rhinelander area mm-hmm. um, okay. and and obviously digital marketing is where it's at now right. right people that's where people are getting their information we still do some print marketing and, and generating leads in different magazines and different things Our destination guide we're mailing that out to uh, you know you'll see that at different visitor centers and in order to be considered a visitor center you actually have to carry information about other as x amount of information from other communities oh so there, there actually are like guidelines on on what you have to do to be a visitor center which is really interesting but um yeah the, uh, i guess long story short just the majority of our marketing happens two hours out plus so if you're hosting an event in the community a lot of times we're we're marketing that out so the the mabel's calendar of events you know huge if, if your church is hosting something we're if we're notified about it, we're, we're putting that out there. And if you go on the exploremenominee.com website. I love that website. I just yeah. Have to yeah. Say, it's I a great website. I think it's so it's cute. Beautiful, isn't it? It's <laughs> it such is. a beautiful website. Yeah. I'm if, if anybody is <laughs> out there in the Menominee or listening to this, that is the really nice one website we have in Menominee that's like kind of an all-encompassing of what's going All on. All the happenings. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. We badly needed it. We've always had it, but it's much better than it's been now. Um, of just like, hey, there's one spot where you can kind of go see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And Dustin, so like Dustin Becca, if you have events taking place, you just go in and you submit an event and we put it on our event calendar. And if it's something that we feel would bring in a tourism draw, 
we will put dollars behind promoting that out. Oh, so Ooh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. You know, our goal yeah. is to kind of know about what's happening and tell people how great it is to come here. Mm -hmm. So right. lots of fun things. Yeah. That two-hour mark's interesting because that is really, like, the farthest I'm willing to drive for, like, a weekend trip, too. Like, we'll drive two hours to, yeah, down by La Crosse or Winona or whatever and stay in an Airbnb for the weekend. But that is, like, two hours is about as long as I want to drive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Any farther than that, it's like, okay, maybe I need a long weekend or, like, an extra day off or traveling basically yeah. but but that's the goal right yeah like to try to captivate somebody to if not the first time how do we get them to come back mm -hmm. right. right yeah where do you see a lot of your the like kind of visitors coming from like is there i'm sure you have data that shows kind of which is why you're probably targeting the areas but there must be a couple places where you kind of see a continuous like oh Menominee does well at getting this region or this group of people for whatever reason. Yeah, it's really interesting because we have um, a strong, and I, I will very, uh, very, very strongly use that word strong. Uh, we have a very strong following from the Twin Cities area. And oh. those are the folks who are coming over for those day trips, maybe not mm -hmm. at the overnight stays, but they're coming over here because they're getting more of the rural experience. And we, we see that being um, an incredible participation mark during the fall so those are the people that want to come check out govins and they want to mm -hmm. see the baby lambs during the spring and um, you know come over here to get pumpkins or uh, we have a lot of people that travel over this way for the for the tree farms which i thought was really interesting but i'm like oh well i guess Never if you're coming guess. from the inner city yeah i mean yeah. maybe they want to make that a family experience so we we do see a, a heavy following of day trip um people coming from there but we're also we see a lot of people come from the madison area for like those overnight stays mm -hmm. as well as chicago wow people oh. are coming from chicago yeah. interesting yeah and the, and they may not be staying for the whole weekend right but it seems like we are kind of that that really good space um, if they are traveling to the cities for something. Mm -hmm. And we're getting a lot of people asking about EV charging stations. Yes. Yeah, I've and seen so that. We've yes. talked about that we, recently. Yeah. Yes, we, had. we recently had a podcast. Check it out in the archives with uh, XL and City of Menominee. We kind of mm -hmm. had that discussion on. Yeah, he said how, the same thing. That. Yeah, he said it's blowing up right now. Um, if you haven't listened to it, it's great on mm -hmm. electric cars and charging stations and how, you know, XL's really trying to work, I'm sure you know, yeah. to get them very much out in this region because so many people are getting that switch and trying to get ahead of it now mm -hmm. now that they're actually accessible to humans now exactly. you know like <laughs> affordable like affordable we can, you affordable. Mean. <laughs> we can actually yeah exactly we can actually us that's around this table probably could go buy one now it's taken a while but we can do it it, it could happen it could happen and they have so many models now but i know <laughs> uh but if you look at the ev charging maps uh, which we're actually going to be including in our destination guides now because there's such a call for it mm -hmm. we i mean we're right off of 94 and and if you look at from madison to the twin cities at the stops we're one of the key stops for ev charging stations even though we have we have some mm -hmm. not enough not in my enough. opinion yeah, it's enough. growing but that's definitely an area that we're looking at of how do we captivate those people if they need to do a trickle charge and stay overnight you know what options mm -hmm. are there for for hanging out here in the community yeah yeah that's interesting yeah because if you do drive an electric vehicle you really do need to map out your <laughs> your route more so than just getting in your car and hoping for the best like I've done <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because there's a gas station on every other corner basically, yeah. but having a charging station for a vehicle, you really have to map that out a little bit more closely. Yeah. And I just, I just going. And it, not, but just based off that, I just read an article the other day too. Cause now ever since we've kind of had the discussion with Excel, mm -hmm. now it's like in my mind, um, 
of the average person who needs to charge their car on like a road trip or you know like a couple hours stays for two hours mm-hmm. and like that's why it's so important for like smaller towns i'm like so if somebody charges they are gonna kill time right. somewhere and do something most of them aren't just gonna sit in their car for two hours they're gonna go eat somewhere grab a beer somewhere go shop or something so that's the reason why for small towns are so important i mean obviously for the other reasons too but why not get ahead of the curve so that's 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 cool yeah interesting yeah constant conversations <laughs> constant conversations <laughs> well, and I will. the other thing i would say too is i i think my wife and i have gotten a little bit more into also when we kind of go stay places we usually break up the stay amongst multiple towns too you know i i, I don't i don't see us like rarely going somewhere especially if we have a car like our own car that if like we went for four days there's a very little chance i stay in this town unless it's obviously a huge city for for the four days i'll totally break it up like when you were saying like oh this is like a breakup period like come stay with me for a night it'll just kind of break up the uh the life you lead and stuff so yeah that's interesting huh cool well what uh, other fun stuff do you I have to talk about say. Is there any other chamber-related things, or do you want to tell us how you ended up in this Yeah, town? right. I heard everyone does that on this podcast. Yeah. Yes, everyone needs uh, to tell us how they ended up here and why. Are you a transplant like me, or are you a townie like Dustin? That's true. I mean, I'm kind of both. See, that's mm-hmm. why I'm both. I'm not a townie. Yeah. Technically not, but You're I am like in the county. You're like townie adjacent. So, so are you, adjacent. though. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, fun fact, I actually, I grew up technically my younger years in phoenix arizona oh so when we're talking about like all these all these big cities that was my jam um i learned you know i lived there learned how to drive there Mm -hmm. um i went to colfax high school here went to stout so i'm i'm a stout graduate cool um, oh really? I guess I didn't. What did you graduate with at Stout? Voc rehab. Oh, yeah, so okay. workforce. Workforce is my thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? I was going to say that's right up your yeah, alley. Yeah. Right yeah. alley. Huh. I don't think I ever knew that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I I've I've been in the area. I stayed in the area. My husband and I have a small hobby farm over in Colfax. So, you know, that's so always cute. that's an adventure mm-hmm. every day. Especially what kind of animals here. do you have? I was just yeah. going to say it was funny. I had the question in my head. And I'm like, are we going to ask what animals we have? Because <laughs> we would. know. I'm like Becca has to know what animals are on the hobby farm. So we, we do beef. Okay. We do beef. We mm-hmm. used to do swine. Uh, I have two children and a husband. They count Are as they animals, the animals? Right? Okay. Yeah. I was like, animal uh, children? Or I know. She's like, she goes right for cows to, well, I'm family too. Or yeah. Or I guess I have kids too. <laughs> so, so, we, so we have beef. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of turned my ear to that agriculture side mm-hmm. of business quite a bit too to learn, to lean into that. But I love the community and just, and just never left. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really captivated it. And I think Becca and I are, are great success stories of stout. You know, they're always trying to keep students here in the community. We, yeah. we always are. And and here we are. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. That's town it. sucks you in. Town I'm convinced. Sucks you in. It really does. <laughs> it's just like a yeah, a little, just like a little slice of heaven. I'm sure everybody doesn't think a little that. Little slice but. of heaven. Listen to you. I also I grew up in Appleton, so I grew up <laughs> in a bigger city too. Okay. So like this is a pretty small town for me yeah. to live in. I never guessed that I would stay here, but once I started meeting other community members and people who've lived here for a long time, I was like, hmm, I get it. I see why people live here now. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah, well, and it has There's everything so that you do. need, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it really does. And, and you get to know everyone. Every Everyone knows everyone, but it's enough that everyone doesn't know one. Yeah, right. right. I, I know. I was even at, I was at a uh, place last night, and I, like, I looked around, and I was like, I don't know very many people in here. Nice. <laughs> I was at that like, same cool. place last yeah. night. I thought the same thing. I was like. Gal, I I don't know that table, this table, or that oh, table. Wasn't that great? What a treat! 
What a treat. Well, but, but it's fantastic to see the different yeah. populations and markets mm-hmm. of folks getting exactly. out and stewarding the businesses. And yeah. Yeah. And there's just so much excitement happening in Menominee with new businesses and grand openings and mm-hmm. um, just a lot of positive change happening, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Menominee's going through a transition right now. I think a lot of towns will this year and going into next just because of coming out of COVID and all the change. Again, people realizing what's important in life and you know some businesses will come and go because of that but then i think businesses who sat around for a year at home and never thought they would ever open a business mm-hmm. thought to themselves like gosh wouldn't it be so much better if i didn't have to go back to the job that i was at that i'm now not at because of a pandemic and now i could go do this mm-hmm. that i like never thought i would shop for example yeah i mean the candy yeah. store that when we had barbon i hadn't gone in there yet and i was oh. i went in there finally and it is dangerous. I oh, dangerous! Don't go. You can't. Everything. You can't. Go. I bought all the things. It's so good. You so can't good. go. Ice in. cream cupcakes? Are you kidding me? That oh, was my dream what? come true. That exists. Yeah. Okay. Now I they're in the freezer. Um, obviously, they're ice cream. Of course, they're in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna forget that I, I mean, said that. They do have. They do have macaroons. The, yeah, in there. it's I'm like a, a huge fan. So cupcake cut in half with ice cream in the middle and then icing and oh god toppings on the top. Well. Yeah, oh life changing. Yeah, uh, if you want to listen to that podcast, we have that of Barbara. Just plug in every plug episode. Plug in other episodes now <laughs> that, that we've done it. That used to be our building. Enough. Yeah, yeah, it used the, to be. Yeah, in there. Well, Dustin and I used to be in there. Well, yeah, oh, it was yeah. our we offices. Were in downtown Menominee. Yeah, we were in there. And now look at it. Well, and you know, I was just filling out something for them today, and I was rethinking of them, and they are the epitome of that. I mean, mm-hmm. they bought a building. Pandemic hits. It'll they were gonna happen. put in office spaces. They didn't know what to do, so they're like, "Oh, we'll just throw some candy in the front. It'll be cute." And then two weeks in, they were like. So people like this. <laughs> people awesome. like candy. So maybe we should just get some more. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like branched to this huge, you know, now they're, they have everything. now they're in a candy business that they probably had absolutely no plan to do, which they haven't. If you choose on the mm-hmm. podcast and said that that was never, <laughs> Surprise even to them. never <laughs> a plan that they were going to now sell candy the rest of their probably lives. Cause I don't know how they're going to get out of here alive if they ever leave. Honestly, fun retirement plan. If you ask me, right. Right. What it, Menominee was missing an old fashioned, like ice cream parlor candy store. Yeah, exactly. You see that in so many other communities. And when, mm-hmm. when she pitched that concept saying, Oh, you know, we're thinking about doing this. Uh, it was like, yes, yes, yes mm-hmm. it is. It needs to happen and it needs to happen now. Yep. And we had Barbara with us on an entrepreneurs in action um, event here a couple weeks ago, and it was really fun hearing their story and the learning lessons, right? Because I, I think they carry such incredible merchandise, and mm-hmm. they have the international candies and different things, but kind of the learning lesson about supply chain disruption oh, yeah. it has been just crazy, and, yeah. and you wouldn't think it affects everyone the way that it does, but it really does. Oh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it does. hearing just the evolution of that business has been really captivating, and I think um, we try to get young professionals as involved in everything as we possibly can. We we have a static young professionals program that has a monthly calendar, and they're out there throwing out events. This last Tuesday, they had a wellness event. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's via Zoom right now, but we're really hoping in February to kick off in person again with that. But um, you know, it's refreshing for them to hear some of these entrepreneur stories right. that they can make their dreams come true and this wild idea coming to life um, before their eyes. Mm-hmm. And a few of them have shared with us like, oh, God, Barbara's story was really touching and mm-hmm. really put out there. So Right. Yeah. You can do anything you want. <laughs> 
And You're just you full of quotes. Of. Yeah, the chamber should just start. <laughs> do you need that PR? Per, do you need a PR person? How, is it obvious that I have a marketing professional? Uh, yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you just, just can't turn it off. Just I'm over here, just today. quoting herself. It's, um, it's because we're not recording in the morning. This that's time, right. So You're I'm more, like, more awake. I spent my whole morning doing marketing stuff. <laughs> You're ready to I go. Can keep going. <laughs> um, before we get you out of here, um, what are some of the other things that you like to do that isn't work? Since we usually stick with so much of that, but gosh, when I uh, I love bowling. Life. Bowling. I know. I was just gonna say. I know bowling. bowling is the thing. Yeah. Fun fact. Have you ever played that game Two Truths and a Lie? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So uh, my name isn't actually Susan. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a state bowling champion. And I once had a pet monkey. So, so you're a bowling champion and you're a pet monkey? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, no I'm is just your name actually Susan? <laughs> yeah. No way. Are yeah. you lying to me? Yeah, my name is not actually Ashley. Really? It's my middle name. I've never gone by my first name. Well, that's how my but dad was. You can see her face not. right now. Like, <laughs> like, no, I've never had a pet monkey. I'm a state bowling champion. Well, I'm a state bowling champion. I knew that because I know you're a bowler. Susan. Yeah. Never would have guessed. You're not a Susan. <laughs> you tell this. You realize this is now recorded, right? I know, I'm, like the whole world now. What knows. a mistake! Everybody's gonna call the chamber and be like, "Can I talk to Susan?" Oh my gosh, what a mistake <laughs> that you made! I'm April Fool's Day. Expect, a, expect tell, a call from me. I'm gonna tell. We're not even gonna put your name on the title of this podcast. <laughs> People are gonna search. They're like, "Who is that?" Yep, and they're gonna be like, "That's Susan, CEO of the chamber," and it's then everyone's so gonna be, "What's going on?" Who? I'm like, they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, oh my actually, God. actually got fired. Nobody even knew." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like they hired already? Back Nobody over even knew him. Losing it. Back is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, we we love bowling. You'll find us mm-hmm. at, at local bowling alleys. We really love that, and um, we love spending time with our kids. I'm an avid reader. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm an insane reader. I read three to four books a week. Oh, good for like, you. Like I spend a lot of time reading. Well, I've yeah. been trying to read the same book for two years. <laughs> I know. We've had this discussion with Becca. She does not read. Oh. Actually, she I did tries. find the book recently. I went to Barnes and Noble over the holidays because I. Oh God, can't. I love Barnes and Noble. There's one in Appleton. <laughs> And I had to. We had to go there while we were there. It's obviously. like a rite of passage when you're in the area. Yeah, I yes. did find a book that I'm suck. I'm almost done with it, and I just bought it a few weeks ago, which oh, that's is very fast for me. For so <laughs> maybe I'm a reader now. Who knows? You just you just need to find the right book. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you need to find the right momentum. Last year, my whole plan was to read ten thousand pages because mm-hmm. I just didn't read as much as I used to, and I, I think I ended up like fourteen thousand. That's because I stayed on a path. I was like, okay, this is what I know I like, so just mm-hmm. stick with just keep going. Stick with this, yeah. and if I and I also have learned. I am now a, it took me a while to get to this way in life, but like, I don't have to finish this book if it's not what I want to read. I always like had mm-hmm. that completionist mentality, you know, where you're like, oh, 150 pages in, I have 200 pages left, I've made the commitment. Nope. But if you're bored, why? Just, no more. Just I'm just like, on the shelf, oh, know? I am done with this book and I'm never going to touch it again because I don't need to read it. Oh no, I love books. Oh, mm-hmm. I can just read, 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 read. So what's, uh, what's the go-to reading before we? Uh, oh, Thrillers. Thrillers, thrillers. Mm-hmm. So we we have a we have a uh, one of one of my teammates in the office, right? She listens to murder documentaries. Me too. And I'm like, I'm a, pod- I c- I'm a podcast. I couldn't, listener. I couldn't do the murder podcast. I could read it. I could read it, but I I, I read a lot of murder inspired books. See, I think that was my issue. Is I was trying to I was in the wrong genre of books. As soon as I got like a mystery thriller, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I can't put this down. Which yeah. I was like, of course, that's the kind of book that I'm gonna like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love reading. Why didn't I think of that? Of, like, I love reading all like the true stories of true crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't listen to podcasts yeah. ever really either, but I'll read it. Oh, I listen to. Po- I I like podcasts. I, oh. I love them. Me too. But I know Dustin. We we definitely share our passion. We love live music. Yes, we were talking we about that before you got love here. Live yeah, music. it's like the greatest feeling of all time is yeah. live music. Like, I I don't even care what concerts I go to. I just miss going to music. I, like I exactly. just want to go 
to a concert and dance with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh. So anytime there's music happening in the community, I mean, that's that's my jam. You can yeah. find one of the three of us there, probably. Yeah, and yeah. the community is getting better with, uh, like, there's more music, and it's different. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've started to see, like, the uh, changes into, like, some different, like, genres, like, from country to, like, rock to, mm-hmm. it's not, like, the same. Shows yeah, it's not the same, like, you know, no offense, the same handful of bands that played a lot of these places. Which are great. Which are great. We love them all. But it was always, it's so much nicer now that I've started to see pockets and changes of like, oh, we have this. Or the Mabel's changed up, I think, quite a bit too, of bringing in different music too. So I think that helps. Mm -hmm. But all right, we got to get you out of here. But we always in the podcast, which you said you've listened. I don't know if you listen all the way to the end. Um, it's a real test. <laughs> if they don't listen to the end, they won't know my name is not actually. Ashley. That's true. You're right. And most, and probably, I don't know. I don't know. Probably plenty of people don't. Um, if so you've made it this far. Congratulations. Congratulations. You've you know something Susan. super fun about Ashley <laughs> or Susan. Um, all right. So we have the podcast. Same two questions to every guest. Um, mine always is, uh, what's your favorite movie? Gosh, my favorite movie. And I always just say, which is repetitive now. Mm-hmm. Just go to the one that oh, comes to mind immediately easiest i don't need i you know i know you're not a movie person we've had this discussion yeah. but there has to be some even if you go back to your childhood like what was that one that was repeat the never ending story oh mm-hmm. there you go mm-hmm. yep. yeah everyone has one everyone has that one as a kid where they it was like the vhs and it just was like <sighs> click rewind and you just blow and you will have keep blowing through it a lifetime of being terrified of quicksand for the rest of the I mean, just like, I'm Why did die. we think quicksand was going to be such a big deal? Me and my wife have had this discussion multiple times. Why were we times. so afraid of quicksand as Why, kids? Like, it's as not... a kid, <laughs> was quicksand and escalators the way you were dying? <laughs> I bet, uh, yeah, you're going to get stuck and then like sucked into, into the escalator. Into the escalator or hot tubs die. was the other one. Oh, yeah. no, Always. I... If you go close to the vent in the middle, it's It'll ripping you. you. Like, why is it a thing? Gonna... Why was that thing? I've never seen quicksand in real life. I, I don't just, know why I was I am about pretty it. sure quicksand barely exists. I don't know. It's just mud. I just, you know, but <laughs> here's the thing. I, I was hunting this fall. I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. I'm a deer hunter. And I got stuck in the swamp. And it literally, I'm a short person, right? I'm tiny. I'm Swampy water and like swampy it literally Soil it was it was up to the middle of my thigh right and I panicked. I was like, <laughs> it's the never ending story and I'm gonna die and my horse is gonna get taken by the quicksand. <laughs> um, I promise I've evolved since then. So now that I've now that I've made some time, die hard. So Ooh, I'm a die hard fan, like die all the die hard awesome. movies and mm-hmm. Bruce Willis is just fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I'll, I like both. Yeah, good, I'll, good, I'll, I'll say die hard yeah. die hard's my where it's at now. I like it. Yeah. Um, I just really like to eat food, so I want to know what kind of good food you've eaten lately. Oh, I'm an ethnic food fan. <gasps> Me too. And and that's something that I love to see that Menominee is really starting to diversify mm-hmm. some of the menus, even from a seasonal standpoint. Right, yes. they're doing just such a great job. Um, but if there is any kind of Thai or spicy, oh, like yeah. Asian spicy food, that's that's Yum. what I love. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that's delicious. My that Mine is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. So well, look at that. You've completed this, Susan, and we appreciate you for being here. <laughs> I'm just never going to live it down. Uh, can, we, <laughs> I, can we edit that? Out? Like, we we did say how we have never really had to edit. Maybe this is it. But we've we've jammed it too much into the you podcast. Known it would be way. Why did I say that out loud? You did, did make a mistake on this. I know, but don't worry. You'll never you'll never forget it. It's oh this, man, I've fun. said some some questionable not questionable things, but just things that I am embarrassed about later on <laughs> that I'm oh, never going to think gonna, about it. 
I'm like, never going to stop thinking about it <laughs> for the rest of my life. Cool. Um, so, okay, final plugs. Where can people find the Chamber Hours? Facebooks and social medias and stuff. Yeah, so we are now, uh, we moved last year to North Menominee. We've officially been there a year. Um, so we are in the Wilson Creek Business Complex. So we're in the same building as Thrivent Financial and Jackie Hunt State Farm. Um, so we're suite three there. We are open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. Um, sometimes we're doing things on nights and weekends too because we're a chamber and we're all in um, and a visitor center. Uh, but feel free to check us out. We do have the two websites. We have menomineechamber.org and exploremenominee.com. So for the chamber and the visitor center, lots of ways to get involved if you're looking at volunteering, getting involved in a task force or committee. Um, and if you're interested in learning about what it means to be a chamber investor, give us a call and we can talk about how to benefit your business. Look awesome. at that spiel. Yeah. Good job. Dang. You're a professional. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks for listening to another episode of Downtown Manam. We'll see you next time. <laughs>